It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Everybody, it is a celebration of celebration victory pods as it is John Barchard and James Seltzer and the Philadelphia Eagles not only have clinched it, but James Seltzer, they smashed the door kind of in the fourth quarter and took care of business. Defense steps up. Boston Scotch, just like I told you, James, need a lot more of him and a lot less of Jordan Howard. How are you, sir? Yeah, right. That's what you said. Uh, Man, um, I'm... I can't believe it, John. It is. uh, I thought they'd win this game. I said 31 to 17. So not bad. Pretty pretty good prediction as it played out. Uh, So I felt really confident going in, but still just losing Miles Sanders during the game, losing Brandon Brooks, Maddox going in and out, injuries here and there. Like when they made the joke about there being a line at the tent, it's like that could be a a subtitle for the Eagles autobiography of the season, line at the blue medical tent. Um, But it it just to see them – still be able to put their foot on the Giants' throat and make some big plays, the the fumble recovery, the Boston Scott plays, multiple, um, Wentz's composure, and uh, the fact that this team, as they're currently constituted, is going to the playoffs. <laughs> is, it's, it's nothing short of miraculous. It's astounding and... It feels like the ultimate free roll. It is just awesome, man. I'm, 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 I'm awesome. What, uh, what we tell them? Don't let them in. Like, don't let this team in. Even I'm saying this full well knowing of the implications of what just happened, and, and James touched on it with the injuries that you know happened to Sanders and Brooks. And 
I know that I know that move very much from Brandon Brooks, and that's either separated, dislocated shoulder. So um, at least that's that's what I I gather from that. Uh, there was I don't think really any updates uh, from Miles Sanders other than that he was out. So it, it's just another thing. Like that's the it, it just keeps happening. How does this keep happening? And a lot of people I, when I said this, I go, what What did we do to deserve this? They're like, well, you gotta. You gotta. Sometimes you gotta win a Super Bowl and sacrifice everything that comes after that, and that's that's not nice. That's not fair. If we did something mean in the mean karma of the Super Bowl, fine. I mean, maybe maybe we made too many double doink uh, jokes last year. So it's I- definitely the guy who ate the horseshit. It's his <laughs> fault. I blame him. <laughs> that's a that's, that's a fair fair assessment. Uh, but I, I just this team is a walking man on fire. And it just keeps pushing forward. And be I know they're all going to get lost in the shuffle here, but like there needs to be – it's the year of the practice squad. Uh, that's really the Eagles' yearbook here. I mean, Deontay Burnett, if you didn't remember him before, I guess get used to his name because – uh, you know, between him, Josh Perkins opening the, the touchdown parade in this game, uh, and then I know it's not going to sh- show up on the stat sheet because of a fucking Big V, goddammit, but Rob Davis made the, the catch of the day if it counted. He's an eagle for life. Just well, that, hold up, that, that Goddard catch, the, the sideline oh, yeah, catch sorry. was pretty great, too. You're right. That was an awesome catch. That was better. I apologize ahead of time. I'll get. We'll get to Dallas, certainly, but... Um, you know what is fun, the, the, and the thing that I thought of immediately, James, with with those two catches was, man, uh, me and James bitched about that, and like uh, uh, so admiring the Packers practice squad and how they can just bring these guys on, and um, I, I'm not saying that it's, I mean they they found guys that can catch footballs and they happen to be on a practice squad is essentially what I'm saying. That's that was my takeaway from that. I was happy that. Two guys would have made two humongous plays in this game, and nobody have heard their names before. Yeah, I, John, I, uh, I, I'm like, I'm still in shock at what this team has done over the last four <laughs> weeks. Especially thinking back to it started with the Giants game and a game that literally all of Philadelphia Twitter, all of us were just making like, well, better draft pick jokes, and I guess seasons over jokes. Yeah, I think Carson Wentz does this. Th- thing and and a switch flips and it he has been a different guy since then and and guys have just stepped up and played for him nelson Aguilar off yep. the field alshon jeffrey off the field and these guys come up i mean greg ward looks better than any eagles receiver has all season long you know outside of zach Ertz and dallas guy in terms of wide receivers i mean that guy's always where he's supposed to be and he's beating guys and he's just getting open on on these intermediate routes and and giving uh uh went out and and making catches and then, like, you know, Boston Scott just, I mean, that last catch and run with the little, like, spin move. And, like, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, these are cast-off guys, and they deserve it. They, I mean, Greg Ward is a, is a good football player. Boston Scott's a good football player. But I think to your point and what you were just kind of talking about, the idea of, of the group around Wentz, and, yes, Dallas Goddard, man, is he's he's awesome. He's Dude, definitely a top-10 tight end. Yeah, I mean, that catch, two, two weeks in a row, he's made these catches that are just – highlight reel type catches for for any tight end ever um and then oh by um, the way i called dallas goddard uh tight end one to be 
Might have to change. I like my, that. I got to change. I like that. No, you might be like one A. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. I might have to change my mind on on that. One and one A. I'm with you. Unbelievable but I game. mean, I, I do think we talk all the time about about great quarterbacks raising the level of talent around them, and that's what Carson Wentz has done. And, and these guys, again, they're, that, that's not to demean them. Like I just said, I think Greg Ward is a a quality NFL football player. Boston Scott is a quality NFL football football player. These guys deserve to be on rosters now and moving forward, hopefully this roster. But what Carson Wentz has done, especially considering the offensive line injuries, and Matt Pryor played well and, and all that stuff, but you know, guys have definitely stepped up, but Wentz has been that galvanizing force, that unifying force on the field offensively ever since those guys went down in that Giants game and and they rallied together and then rallied against Washington and then dominated Dallas and were able to basically move the ball at will today with stupid penalties and mistakes that kind of screwed them up. Um, it really, it's been awesome to watch this uh, again, like you said, kind of no-name group, the Robert Davises. Deontay Burnett, he, that first catch he made, and obviously that second Dude. catch was a really nice play. Yeah. That first catch he made, and they're like, Deontay Burnett with the catch. I'm like, who? I'm like, what? <laughs> who? Oh, oh my God, that guy? Yeah. That guy? Yeah. You know, I, like, that, and I, and I, obviously we, we talk about this team for a living. We cover this team like, so it's just, it's, it's astounding, man. And again, and not to just give credit to Carson, what they've done, the defense on the road, was unbelievable today. I'm sure we'll dive in that deep. And also, I mean, Doug freaking Peterson, we talked about on the last pod. What a what a coach. What a clutch coach. They said this that in the last three years, 12 and two, and one of those games was a, the loss to Dallas. It didn't matter. Yeah. It, since week 15 on, Doug Peterson is an incredibly clutch coach. It, it's been awesome to watch, Johnny. This is, uh, this is it, it. like I said, it feels like a free roll. It feels like, like, the the fact that they're there is is unbelievable and and just a gift and we should just ride this fun thing because there's definitely a path where you can see them making a little noise even as banged up as they are they need some guys back but um it's awesome man what what a fun fun ragtag group to root for yeah, absolutely James and like there is certainly some things that I I, I still want to touch on when it comes to this game it's how we kind of felt last week and and even now. Uh, when James says it, it doesn't even sound loud enough to me. You know, the fact that we had to question at some points, harshly even by, by a, I don't know if it's a majority of people, but I mean, when, when you hear Frank Reich's name over and over again throughout a season, when you hear John Filippo over and over in a season, you kind of heard it a little bit last year. Obviously, everybody blows up at Mike Groh, and that's an easy target, and we've been through that before, but... To have, and I'm looking at, again over the stat sheet. Boston Scott, we did not talk about him barely ever, ever in the offseason. Not, not around a guy that's been back and forth on many practice squads, including the Saints. And man, did he kind of look the role again of the Saints making another mistake, looking like a mini, like Darren Sproles, and that's there. And then he's got to deal with Miles Sanders going down in this game again, and then Brooks in this one. He doesn't have Ertz to go, uh, and we'll definitely get to Carson too because he, I mean, 
Jesus, this this kid just keeps winning. There, there you go. You finally get that off your monkey off your back too. Uh, he's getting he just playoffs wins, baby. In the he first just four wins. Years. How's that, Gilio and everybody? <laughs> the stat that we have. Hey, going, now he can, the first four years. Now he can win a Super Bowl. It's a that's beautiful right. Thing. That's right. He qualifies. It's it's a it's a it's a very thankful thing. And, and just, also, John, real quick, played sixteen games this season and stayed healthy and and. And really progressed, obviously, and, and now playing the best since 2017. Yes, John, like, let's yell. Let's yell. Carson Wentz is an elite NFL quarterback. Yep. He's an elite NFL quarterback, what he's done with these guys, this group, and he's going to play in the playoffs, and it's awesome. Yeah, and, and every single person, every single person kept saying, I'm still here. You know, and and that's especially with Carson Wentz and what has happened this season. And he's had to stare down the barrel of many critics, including on this podcast. And I can't believe that tonight, Elliot Shore Parks and his heart have grown three inches, three inches. And now Carson Wentz has that franchise swag. It, it's just optimistic. Elliot, optimistic. Baby. Elliot is is making his his way. And honestly, he was right about the last three weeks when we're sitting here after that Miami loss, going. Fuck this. This is bullshit. Everything's over. Elliot snatches it, and that's when Elliot optimism started, and it's been working, and he's been right about a lot of things, yeah, including this playoff call. on the road. He was like, I'm not worried about the D going into this game. Elliot, not Elliot's worried about been, it. Elliot's been on point. You get props when due. He's props been on when point. due. And, and, and to be fair, I, I think that this is important that – Elliot has given Carson Wentz the credit he deserves. Like a lot of people think that Elliot just bashes Wentz to bash him. He doesn't. Like he's willing to give Carson Wentz credit when when Carson Wentz in his eyes earns it. He might have a tougher standard. He might not have the same inherent belief that we had, but but he's willing to give him credit. And I think that, you know, a lot of the people who give Elliot crap for that, I think they don't recognize that. And I think that's important. And I thought what he said was right on. Carson Wentz has been everything the Eagles have needed him to be over the last month. I've been one of his big, biggest critics, but he stepped up and carried this team to the playoffs. And no one thought he could fucking do it. <laughs> no one. Oh, no one thought he could do it. And, 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 and guess what Carson said? I'm still fucking here. I know that Lamar and I know that Patrick Mahomes and those are all pretty things, but I was a really, really good quarterback here for a very long time. And guess what? Greg Ward, shout out to you, man. Wide receiver one. That is what you are. Maintain that mentality every second that you are on that field against Seattle and San Francisco, whoever it is, we will find out. Uh, hopefully by the end of, uh, of, of tonight. Uh, hopefully it doesn't end in a – what would happen in a tie, by the way? Uh, Eagles would have gotten in with a tie. No, no, no. I'm sorry. With the with the 49ers in Seattle, that means oh, Seattle. Oh, Seattle that's wins? a great question. That would mean that the I mean the Saints and Packers would be the one and two seeds all of a sudden. Oh, yes. Or no, yeah. Oh yeah. Would be the flips. one. So so still, <laughs> no matter what, the loser of this game would come here. Oh, okay. So but, e even even in then, like oh no, but then they tie. I don't know who wins the division. A tie. I would guess the Niners because they're the one seed now. So you would think that the tiebreakers would still work out that way, but I don't know. Yeah. Question, John. But um, uh, oh my God, hold on. Oh, I, I keep getting distracted. Uh, Freddie Kitchens has been fired. <laughs> wow, they didn't wait. Huh? They didn't wait one second. Thank God for that. Uh, that that's hilarious. Yeah, there is too much. I think that Dorsey just saved his job or tried to save his job by doing that because they were really coming after him, which is ridiculous too. But um, I, I I think what this team has been saying for a very long time is that, and I was pointing out Greg Ward because that is a kid 
that obviously wanted to stay at the quarterback position uh, and was told that he couldn't. And in one year, in one year, we were able to see and luckily able to see a guy that was like, man, that guy is really athletic. He's not going to make the roster at the time. You know, if it was last year in 2016, that would have been the time because we are rooting for Paul Turner and all these others. And they said, nope, it is not your time. Uh, obviously, we knew that. And then he kept progressing and progressing and progressing because he said, I'm still fucking here too. Him, Boston Scott, the other practice squad players that with Burnett, with Davis, those are, are not going to be. Uh, uh, non-household names moving forward because they could be a part of something great now. I mean, James, I told you this. This is how I felt. Uh, I, the, I was more optimistic about if they're in the playoffs and the run they can go he on versus did. you know this game in particular. And don't tell me you weren't shitting your pants in the third quarter, okay? Yeah, All I right? think a lot of people were. It was you know <laughs> I was I still felt like they were going to win, but I was definitely nervous. Uh, but to your point about Greg Ward, the other thing with him, he obviously has the athleticism, but we've talked about it before, but I think just his knowledge of offense and the way that routes are run and scheme and where there can be holes in zones, and if a defender does this, ooh, that means I could do this and, and get an advantage, I think that's bearing out, and I think that's what's allowed him to step in and kind of move so fluently and to the point where you know they pointed out on the broadcast that Wentz clearly feels incredibly comfortable with Greg Ward trusting that Ward's going to be in the spot he's supposed to be in when he's supposed to be there, and he is. And I think that a lot of that comes from just a, a very uh, strong understanding of offense and and how schemes work and all that, which was pointed out, I think, by Chris Spielman again in the Washington yeah. game, I believe. Um, but I, I think it, it really is, is something that has mattered. Oh, absolutely. Like, all all of this has, and, and it's so – uh, incredible, and I'm sorry for the uh, the email chimes just uh, starting in there because uh, uh, our good friends over at Liquid Death, uh, and unfortunately, you guys won't be a part of it, but if you uh, f by any chance are listening to this within the first hour uh, of uh, this bird's victory, just go never say die to liquiddeath.com where you can sell your soul right now for the most delicious, badass-looking 16-ounce aluminum can of delicious Austrian Alp water. Uh, I We would never guide you in the wrong direction um i and in fact between like orlando scandrick saving the season and liquid death coming on it coincided and i believe both of those guys uh and liquid death uh saved the season because we've been hydrated we've been up we've been down but they have kept us motivated we're moving on to the playoffs and i'd like to thank our our good friends uh, over at Liquid Death uh, for supporting us this entire way. LiquidDeath.com slash GoBirds if you're already in the know and need uh, $2. Yeah, and they're the Eagles case. fans. So, yes. you know, they're just as excited as we are about this. Absolutely. Uh, once again, LiquidDeath.com, LiquidDeath.com uh, slash GoBirds. And, yeah, they, uh, let's let's get to Dallas Goddard here for a second, man, because, um, I, honestly, I, I, I don't know because of the, the lacerated kidney uh, with with Ertz, I, I'm not exactly sure how that is going to coincide with getting better in a week, and maybe somebody smarter than me um, can can tell me how that is supposed to operate or whatever. But um, Dallas Goddard is going to be have to be, um, and I'm just going on the the operation of doomsday here, and we're not going to get good news about Miles Sanders or JJ or whoever it is. Um, uh, Dallas Goddard is going to have to be the playmaker for this. Uh, Eagles team and tonight you know James just like you alluded to he proved it uh, time and time again 
uh, every time that his number's called and he's solo and he's there, you're just kind of in awe a little bit. And I, I saw something, and I wonder if you saw the same thing. On his couple of his first catches, the way that guys bounced off him essentially and he would turn it upfield for a couple more yards, those elements of like Mark Bavaro are in there kind of. Uh, and, and the way he just bounces off guys and leads you know, <laughs> on a little grass tour for a couple of more yards. So, so impressed with Dallas Goddard tonight. Um, I think we constantly question, James, a lot of the, you know, uh, there's there's a lot of speeds that could have been Dallas Goddard, including my guy, you know, Cortland Sutton, and how this team was made up. And that was all, uh, uh, you know, across the last few weeks of trying to figure out what this Eagles team is. But, man, oh, man, uh, such an important piece now moving forward. And you can see why we all loved him and why the Eagles took him in the second round, man. Fantastic performance tonight. Yeah, yeah, no, and and really a, a couple weeks in a row has just been a guy they can count on when they don't have guys they can count on, and and obviously we've talked about Boston Scott and Greg Ward, both guys like that as well. Um, but Goddard, the thing that has impressed me the most with him are, are his hands. Like he, it's so clear that he's so athletic and he can get open. Linebackers really struggle to cover him. He's just a big, strong, fast guy, but his hands are outstanding and, and he really is able to haul in balls and and again that one on the sideline you know kind of a uh you know uh, dropping into the bucket while he's going out of bounds and finding a way to drag the foot and catch the ball like just um he's he's been awesome uh and he's really um when they need him most like you said and and i think i'm, I'm with you on Ertz. i think it's unlikely we see Ertz again this season i would have to guess maybe yeah. you know if they if they can make a run who knows um i, I don't know about sanders i'm not ready to, to say he's out yet or Brooks, which, you know, Brooks obviously looked, you know, didn't have to get card off. That's positive. Yes. Um, you know, you never know. Um, and lane, I think there's a chance he could be back as well, but I, I think the Ertz one is the one that really, uh, you're going to have to, to be without him. And, and, and that's why, you know, Goddard becomes such an important player. And it was good to see Goddard in a game with Ertz out there where you expect, you know, so much of, of, especially since everyone else has been gone and all that, so much of teams, defenses have been geared towards stopping Zach Ertz and, mm -hmm. and they've still struggled to do it because Ertz is so good and Wentz has been so good. But um, now without Ertz out, defenses are absolutely putting more pressure on trying to stop Dallas Goddard. And the fact that Goddard's still able to make those big plays for this team and get open, I think is a really good sign. And uh, they're, they're going to need it because they're in the playoffs, John, with, with Dallas Goddard, the potential. And again, I'm really hoping the Sanders injury isn't as bad as, as you know, it could be. Um, like a high ankle or something would be really obviously an issue, yes. but, um, but you know, it, there is a real possibility where the Eagles will be going into a playoff game with their three biggest offensive weapons being Dallas Goddard, Boston Scott and Greg Ward. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's insane, man. It is, uh. Uh, I, I I keep coming and and Joshua Perkins had a humongous oh yeah yeah great touchdown in this great game yes uh, fifty I think or something he had a really nice game playing wide receiver a lot too John like what is going on like somebody was arguing that he was a high, uh, a hybrid wide receiver and that's why they didn't activate it I finally win the argument James yay uh, more importantly I mean James is right man I mean this is I I don't give a shit what happens from here on out. Um, I know we had high expectations for the season, uh, and even though I, I think we tried to skate by um, a, a bunch of different things, 
Um, maybe in criticism we weren't harsh enough or maybe in uh, praise we weren't praiseful enough or whatever it is. But, I, I mean, it is how the hell do you get through this season like this? And this is the thing that I didn't think was ever going to happen after the Super Bowl again of it's not the same type of strength, obviously. But when you have a puncher's chance like this, Every single year, nothing can be impossible anymore. Like, it's just it's just not. Um, you, you know, we, we kind of flirted a little bit there, a, a lot of it there, actually, with does this team run better with Foles than it does with Carson Wentz? And look at what they did during that run, and the team rallied around him, and they were 9-7, and seven, and it's almost a carbon copy, except it's just with way worse players, which was – the funniest talking point about this season in, well, Alshon plays for Nick Foles and Nelson Aguilar plays for Nick Foles and this guy plays for Nick Foles and on and on and on and on. Um, and, and that was the reason why the wide receivers weren't working out. And then Carson Wentz is, is, is handed all the stuff that we've been talking about this entire podcast and then goes and under fire for a lot of different things, not having fourth quarter comebacks. Is he really a leader? Should he, should they have paid him this? Do the guys actually like him uh, stacking up and stacking up all of this pressure, <clears throat> all of this pressure that just kept mounting and mounting and mounting that happened even long before we even got to this point? And is this guy... Uh, the, the the quarterback of the future and all he's had to put up with just Carson and Doug alone through this entire season, this entire journey to where it is and to come out with this result. Like if you, if I told you after the Vikings, when I'm sitting there depressed on James's floor or Dallas or uh, you know, the, the first big loss there or uh, the loss to Miami, uh, honestly, I guess that's what he was trying to say, but he didn't picture it like this. There's no way any of us would have believed that if I read the roster at this point of active starting guys by snaps only and said that this team is going to make the playoffs, Dallas is going to falter, and even though there's good luck on their side and it's a shitty division, they still end up at 9-7, and seven, and if Nelson Aguilar catches one fucking ball, they have 10 wins. You know, if J.J. Ortega-Whiteside catches one ball, they have 10 wins or whatever it is. This team, I guess, does have the depth and it has a misplaced eye on talent, apparently, because there's a lot of guys that are hungry and wanting this on the practice squad. That's why I feel so confident and always will feel confident about Doug Peterson because I we can't do it anymore. We just can't until they actually falter at the end of the year it is, it is what they do, and we know why they do it. It's because of older players. It's because of injuries. It's because they've tried to uh, somehow you know, contain the Super Bowl momentum to try and go win more. We all understand that. We disagree with a lot of the stuff that they've done. And honestly, I, I was petrified, James, over you know the stretch of New England and Seattle. And God, like if Carson Wentz of there showed up uh, in New England or whatever, it'd be a, obviously a completely different talking point, but I, it's amazing to me how Carson could have gone down that hole and played so bad only to resurge and play this good. It's one of the most incredible turnarounds in what I thought was a, a completely lost season, and maybe we'll have to just figure out what the deal is with Carson Wentz mentally, and now we know one of the strongest 
you know, headstrong, dorkiest, beard, gingerly quarterbacks in the NFL, and he's pretty, pretty fucking good there, James. Yeah, again, I said it before. I think Carson Wentz has proven that he's an elite NFL quarterback again. Uh, after 2017, there was no question he was. But, again, you have to think about everything he came back from. Again, the back injury last year, all that, it just took him some time to get to where he needed to be. And I truly think that the guys out there with him make a difference as well. And and we're finally, you know, as, as Elliot put it, seeing that franchise flag again, seeing that guy yep. you look at and say, like, that's my guy for the next decade and let's roll. I'm ready to roll with that dude for the next decade, and let's go win some Super Bowls. Like that's what it feels like. It feels like that again, and that's what we all felt like in 2017. And and obviously he's gone through a lot since then. So I, I do agree. I think it shows a lot about Wentz's mental mental side of things, mm-hmm. where a lot of people question that with all the full stuff and all that. Like he has proven over these last four weeks, over a, a difficult season with also guys having to learn guys on the fly. Guys go out like getting young guys up to speed, like learning to work with guys, all this stuff along the way, he has proven that he is way, way, way mentally tougher than a lot of people gave him credit for. I'm so with yep. you, John. I think that's that's absolutely a fact. He has led this team to the playoffs. When you say, uh, in terms of on the field, what is the biggest, and I agree, because Doug deserves a ton of credit too, but you know, on the field, the main reason they're in the playoffs is Carson Wentz. Like, yeah. that's it. Fact. And it's, and it's, I, I thought Jody Camera put it really well last week and this week. Um, the idea of when you look at these games for Carson Wentz, even though, you know, there are so many other mitigating factors to, you know, why he could maybe not look good or whatever, or not, not win a game. Like, they, maybe even plays well, but the guys around him stink and whatever. But Joe said, I, I, I understand all that. But these next two games are pass-fail games for Carson Wentz. Like, he has to win these games. Like, he has to find a way. Like, they are a pass-fail thing. Like, I'm sorry. And and I understood what he was saying because, like, I wouldn't have lost faith in Wentz if something had happened. It wasn't his fault that they lost these games. But but it really does make a difference that he was able to put this team on his back and lead them to the playoffs. I think that matters. I think it matters for him. I think it matters for the team, for his image with the team, all that stuff. And it's, it's John, again, like I think it's – the playoffs are a free roll right now. This is just super fun that this team of of nothing is going into the playoffs and we can, you know, do the underdog thing again and all of it. It's just fun. It's it's awesome. It's a free it's a free roll. But the most important thing that has happened this season is that Carson Wentz went through as tumultuous a season as you can have, played all sixteen games and ended the season as strong as you could have ever hoped or wanted him to considering all the settings around him. Like he is, he, he is our guy. And, and this season has confirmed that. And that's the most important best thing that will happen this season. I mean, yeah, most likely. I mean, yeah, we're out. Free roll still, a free roll still could end in something <laughs> fun. So, um, but I, I think that's the most important storyline coming out of the season is Carson Wentz is the elite franchise quarterback for this team now and moving forward. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, I – man, you just don't – I mean, you do see this. We have seen this, but not like this. You know, the, even in the – Super Bowl. This is the most injuries I've ever seen in my life for a team. I, I, a, a competing team. A team yeah. that has found a way to compete. I literally, in my time watching football, maybe it's myopic because I'm, I'm thinking about the Eagles. I don't ever remember watching a team that made the playoffs with as many serious 
injuries to important players as this Eagles team has had. Same. And I really want to go look up, you know, how many guys on injured reserve versus guys that, you know, full on starters that were out. Like, I would love to know what is the most banged up team that, that made the playoffs. And it had to be in a divisional situation like this. Like, there's no way that a. Uh, a, a 10 or a 11 or a 12 win team uh, even remotely looks like this. And well, I know just for, for fun's sake, the, the Aaron Rodgers Packers team that won the Super Bowl 10 and six, the six seed had 15 guys on IR. And that was like man, the story of their season right. was they found a way to get hot and win at the right time with Aaron Rodgers rising to a different level. So if you're looking for some inspiration, they they didn't even have a home game. So, you know, <laughs> The nine and seven, uh, what was that? The eleven Giants or the yeah, the eleven Giants. Well, I think they were both, weren't Giants. they? Were oh no, they were ten and six one year and nine and seven the other maybe. Oh, the oh seven team. They were nine and seven that year, right? That was yeah, the, yeah. I believe so. Yeah, uh, that's the vibes I get. Like right there, I don't know if it ends in a Super Bowl, but I know that everybody's going to look at this team and just go, "There's no fucking way." Uh, and it's going to start, hopefully, that, you know, Seattle and the 49ers are really giving them a show here tonight, and, and it almost kind of gets amplified. And um, we were talking about that this morning, James, just in terms of no matter if it's San Francisco or Seattle, that does end up here. There's a lot of people that are split on whether or not they will make a West Coast team come out on a Saturday night. I think they would. You know, I and I'm sure. Oh, that- I, yeah, I could see it. I really, I could see it being either Saturday night or Sunday afternoon. I, I, I really would not be shocked with either. Yeah, uh, I. It uh, does make sense. I understand that uh, uh, playing the last game of Sunday night and then having a cummies, but you know, I think that's that's football and coming on a Saturday. Like teams play on Saturdays late in the season. We we saw it last week. So. Yeah, I wouldn't. I think they'll do it. Whatever makes the most sense for them and the networks is what they're going to do, and and we just don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I hope I'm right though. I hope it's a Saturday night game. I think that would be pretty cool. Oh, uh, be awesome! Yeah. I would love Saturday. Night. The one thing about Sunday is you can still have the excitement of the Eagles game coming up while you watch all the other games, but. Saturday night primetime game would be would be a lot of fun. Real quick, John, let me let me jump in here because because and obviously it's it's the way it's played out in the season all that, but like yeah. we have to uh, give a little bit uh, just a quick time to the defense here because we've mentioned it, but but a defense that we were incredibly nervous about going on the road in any type of situation, especially against a Giants offense with playmakers and oh Daniel Jones oh <laughs> um, shout out to the defense and I don't know big time shout out Brandon Graham was awesome. Fletcher Cox, the huge fumble recovery. Malcolm Jenkins was everywhere. Like an awesome game. But how have we gone 30 plus minutes into this podcast and not heard about Sidney Jones? (laughs) What are you doing? doing? I figured you might even do it in the first two minutes of the podcast. Sidney. Oh, Sidney, baby. That's another one. Just another one. And Razul played really well today. Yeah, he had a couple bad moments, and so did Devontae Maddox. Like, all those guys pressing the service, they all played really well for the most part. Obviously, a few breakdowns here and there. McLeod played well except for the, the, you know, the thing they point out that taking the wrong, you know, kind of biting early on the Saquon run, um, going the wrong angle. Um, But – you know, Rodney played well, and Jenkins was awesome. The defense was awesome. Like, in a, in a, in a, on the road, the defense was awesome. Uh, the defense was, was and that, uh, that that I mean that kind of the the only time we could finally breathe was when they recovered that fumble when when Jenkins knocked it out and Fletcher picked it up and got to the one like it was like the first time we could be like oh thank God yeah. okay 
okay, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's like the, yeah, because when Brandon Graham went out there, like it, it, the pass rush suddenly disappeared for like two drives in a row, and then it all came swarming back. Like Timmy Jernigan was an absolute animal um, out there today. They were really trying to stuff Fletcher Cox there, and, and Derek Barnett. Derek Barnett doing some things. How about that? Never a doubt. Derek Barnett, just when you're starting to lose faith <laughs> in all doubt. these guys, right? <laughs> um, thought the safeties played outstanding uh, as well. I want to make sure I'm remembering pretty much everything correctly. I might retract that on Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. But I thought they did for the most part. I, I agree with you. I thought the safeties are great. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, McLeod had a couple of really humongous plays um, uh, in this one, and uh, including, you know, um, you know, the pressure pressure really does get to Daniel Jones, so he does does remind me of Eli, I guess, in that uh, regard there. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, this it's going to be really weird when Jim Schwartz isn't here next year, huh? <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Jim Schwartz done a good job. We'll see. I could totally see that not happening or happening. I don't know. I, I wouldn't get rid of him. If it were me, I would no, keep like, it. As much, and that's so funny, too. That's another one. Still here. Jim Shorts, I'm still fucking here. I'm doing my job. I'm making sure my guys are doing my job. Craig James was supposed to go in. Craig James again, I think, going over Sidney Jones. And we uh, talking about not talking about the uh, anybody uh, this late in the podcast in 35 minutes here. Uh, Strap is back, y'all. And my yeah, Strap was great too. Wow, Strap was great. He had a couple big plays. I, ah, I, uh, what, what, hey, is, what a ragtag group, man. What It's on both sides of the ball. Playoffs. We really focus on the offense because that's where it's so clear. I mean, literally, you look at, like, uh, you know, Dallas Goddard was, uh, you know, at, at the end of this game, the only guy on the field who theoretically as a playmaker could have, you know, been considered a starter, even though you have Ertz in the, you know, early first game of the season who was still out there. But the defense has really gone through some stuff, too, and found ways, especially on the back end, the Mills, Darby, and, you know, Darby, we could debate whether it's better to have them off the field or on it but they they have kind of weathered a lot of stuff too less but you know obviously the defensive line with the injuries at d-tackle and jernigan out coming back malik jackson like they've done a great job kind of weathering injuries too on that side uh yes absolutely. just all the injuries all of them. it's all, crazy everybody it's fucking crazy <laughs> every single buddy and uh playoffs. The, the, and they're in the fucking playoffs. hey dallas the, suck it yeah. Suck it Suck. with your super talented roster. Over oh, so talented. Wow. Suck so, it. So talented it could lick my swamp ass that's just dripping down my freaking jeans right now. That's 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 where you can go and suck it, Dallas. And on top of all of this crap, like that is the that's the cherry on top of this bad boy. Dallas is I'm preparing for them to make so many bad decisions in the offseason. Heads are going to roll. They're going to think that they're more talented than what they really are. And at the end of the day, when they do hire a coach that's somewhat sane and, and does more than just clap, which I'm waiting for this uh, to come by, I mean, it, that, that should be announced within the next, like, 12 hours as well. And, and when they get this brand-new shiny coach and everybody's going to go, wow, this Lincoln Riley or this Ron Rivera or whatever name you want to throw in there, and then they're going to realize, oh, Man, uh, our roster's getting a little old, too. Uh, our O-line's a little banged up. Maybe we don't have as uh, good a guys as we uh, originally thought. And then they're going to go, oh, wow, and make more mistakes and try and fix it with 
free agents with what little cap room that they do end up having after making decisions on fucking 34 or 35 different free agents, including they still haven't paid their quarterback or their number one wide receiver that made them believe that they had a good quarterback in Dallas. And apparently when the pressure's on for him, he can't win anything and everything's got to be fucking perfect for that guy down in Dallas. But no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Well, show me where Carson can win. Uh, blah, blah. uh here you go, right fucking here in suboptimal conditions yet again in an outperforming Dak Prescott yet again in suboptimal conditions when you have every single dog and pony show going through Dallas. And maybe, it, like I just said, maybe it's all overrated, including your quarterback, but I'm enjoying this thoroughly. I don't give a shit if I should be embarrassed or not. They're above 500. It's 9-7. and seven. They have a home playoff game. You want to go whine? Go whine to somebody else because you could have easily taken care of this division. And I am so glad that you wanted to shit it away to the Philadelphia Eagles. I think we all owe a big mwah to Jerry Jones and everybody down there uh, in Dallas. So um, congratulations to Josh McCown for making the playoffs. Is this the first time, for I real? I believe it might be. No way. Really? Wow, that is unbelievable. He's been in the league forever. Just see. Mazel. Maybe Mazel, just see. Josh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through his his uh, thing again. Uh, um, uh, so, And by the way, so thankful he didn't come on the field once this season. Yeah, well, he we did uh, Well, once. I mean, for the a Atlanta game. game. For the a Atlanta game. game. <laughs> Yeah, I think Wentz played like oh, they said right, over ninety nine percent of the snaps this season. So I think it was those five snaps or three snaps or whatever McGowan did. Um, yeah, I think it might be his his first time in the dance too. Still it's here, yeah, Josh McCown. Still here. There's a lot of still here guys, and uh, I'm I'm so excited to go on the journey once again, y'all. I mean that's that's the fun part now. Pressure's off. They've, they've. To me, this was the season. Just get me through it. Like a, a, a keep crawling in the mud. Find the playoff uh, experience for Carson Wentz. Let him quote unquote get blown out. But I don't think he's getting blown out, James. I don't think this team is is anywhere near done. Um, I, I, I will wait for the injury report to get even more and more optimistic. But there, there will be, there will be guys coming back. That that I know. Uh, and there will be hungry guys. And why not do the fucking impossible again? You know, uh, I, I, yeah, John, I'm with you. Like, I, I think, yeah, and and I don't think, like, again, I think, especially if Seattle comes here, a banged up Seattle team that they've already seen, I agree with you. I think you need like some semblance of like Lane Sanders, Brooks, like something. You need something in there uh, of those guys. But yep. you know, I don't think we're getting hurts back like we talked about. But. You know, this team is good at home. The defense, as we know, is is great at home. And they, there is absolutely a path where they could win that and then get to go to Green Bay, a team they've already beaten, a team that we saw as a fraud today, oh, barely yeah. beats Lions with the second, you know, the number two C on the on the line. Uh, it's there's a real look. I, I think the as beat up as they are, you wouldn't be shocked if they lose to anybody in the first round at home. But there's certainly a path. Like a run is possible. They've won four straight. And and let me throw something at you too, real quick, as as my final thought of okay. sorts here, real quick. Um, it won't happen. I'm sure it'll go to someone like Matt Lafleur or some bullshit or whatever. But <laughs> Doug Pearson really deserves Coach of the Year votes yeah let me year. let me say this fuck robert flores i don't give a i shit. mean he does who said that what did robert flores say no i i'm, I'm saying that i don't i don't oh, want i don't sure. want to hear it 
I don't want to hear I, it. I think he really does. I think he deserves it. So I mean, I. What he's done with, with this, you know, kind of all the injuries, all the obstacles, all the issues has been pretty miraculous. And, you know, I don't I don't think that Matt LaFleur squeaking by at 13 and three with Aaron Rodgers and a, you know, kind of soft division and whatever is that that impressive. You know, not the division is that bad, but. I, I don't know. I'm sure LaFleur is going to win it or Shanahan will win it or whatever, but I, I really think Doug dis, Doug it, it should be more in that discussion than he probably will be. Yeah, absolutely, and there will be – And by the way, by the way, Doug Peterson, 4-1 in the playoffs. Just saying. Yeah, like this guy has only lost one one playoff game so far, and it's not my – And it wasn't his fault they lost it. He had him yeah. in a position to win it. Yeah, so. and, and I listen, I do not blame you if you are – Man, I'm concerned about all these injuries. Like, how are they going to survive against Seattle? Like, forget, John, I understand what you're saying, and you're being really optimistic and happy about all this, and you're enjoying the moment. But the reality is, like, look at all these banged up bodies and et cetera, et cetera. Do not doubt Doug Peterson anymore. If I can just keep pounding the table and making that as clear as day, it's over now. Carson, check mark, Doug, check mark, Howie Roseman, question mark. That's what we are down to in the trio of questioning things and honestly I don't even know if it's question mark worthy with Howie Roseman at this particular point I mean we did scream about depth and this team is here in the playoffs right now Uh, and it was not perfect by any means I'll never admit that this was a great personnel season by any regard but in the end it was kind of right because look (laughs) you know um, tougher division sure 10 wins wouldn't have happened. They would have been out of the playoffs. But for this team to just consistently keep crawling back and being in their spots now, this is this is where kind of magic can happen. This is where you can catch fire. Confidence is a killer in the playoffs versus any type of talent or scheme or whatever. Um, and it's a long shot, and nothing's guaranteed. But I, I like the Eagles' chances disrupting and causing some noises. And I just want James to be right. To be honest with you, I mean, he, <laughs> I can't believe it's still in play. <laughs> it's still in play, James. When did you say that in March? In May. In May, in May, May. I said the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl, and man, I, uh, yeah, yeah, and, and it's in I, play, and, it's and in a, play, John. And a rule play. for me, I will be as honest as. See, by the way, exactly yeah. how I thought it would happen too. If it does happen, like, <laughs> this is the everybody. exact script. It's the exact script that I had in my head when I said that. So you know, yeah, um, sure. And Carson Wentz is the most valuable player on this team. That's what oh, we learned. Without too. question. I mean, like by leaps and bounds. Uh, like he's one of the he's one of the most valuable players to their franchise in the NFL. Uh, you know, like I would say one of the top five most valuable players yeah. to their franchise in the NFL. Absolutely. And um I don't know about you, James, but like I'm it, it's it, I'll criticize when it's uh, the right time. I'll be honest with my opinions on matchups and things or, or what I think is going to happen. Even if I think that they're going to lose, I will tell you that. But um, this this whole week is is nothing but getting a fired up train. Like, I'm staying up all night. Uh, there's going to be some, I don't know, fun social media things. that I'm, I'm, I'm just pumped up, man. Like, I want you guys to be pumped up. I... I I'm going to gloss over all the glaring holes in this team and then honestly against this this uh this uh particular game um but i um i feel really hopeful about a playoff run coming i'm glad that um, you know me james and elliot are all going to be a part of it again and uh fuck man this is going to be great like i i'm so excited for the run uh here james and i hope you are too i 
I'm like so excited. I'm like speechless with excitement. I it's it just it feels it's just awesome. I can't believe this season somehow ended up here, and and I'm so excited we get to keep doing this for another week or more. Absolutely. So, um, I uh, I'm going with still here. I think that's you know sure there'll be underdogs, but. I don't think we can go back to that that well again. I think everyone's been doubted, uh, disrespected, um, and it works on every single level of football. I heard Ray Dittinger say that, and it's just true. It's why um, Clemson beat Ohio State, in my opinion. It's it's digging down and just going, you know, fuck them, we're winning anyway. And uh, and at the end of the day, it uh, it'll be here to say. Uh, we, we were right anyway, you know, and that's, <laughs> that's kind of fun. We are all right. We are all wrong and we're all right again. So, uh, I'm very, very excited, uh, for the run. Hope you guys are too. This has been a wonderful victory show as the Eagles are heading on to the playoffs. Let's jump on everybody's back and let's fucking turn the heat up. Y'all, this is going to be an exciting time. Uh, for James Seltzer, I'm John Barchard. This has been go birds. Number one sixty, right here on uh, uh, Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP, as we used to say in the old country, James! Go Birds! Playoffs, bitches! (laughs) 